All right, folks, world's fastest intro. We are back with another edition of the Red and White Podcast. I'm your host, Evan, here with Will. Members pod, we got a couple things to talk about. Uh, first of all, Manny Bates. Yeah, well, actually, let me back up. First of all, the women's basketball team, great job, tough loss. A lot of respect for what that program has done. But what we really want to talk about is Manny Bates. And IPS just there's been rumors that he's leaving. We we've been talking about this for a long time. We've put it out in multiple posts and podcasts, and we've been talking about it in the pod chat. IPS just put it out there that Manny Bates is going into the transfer portal. So yep. James usually knows what he's talking about. So I'm going to just go ahead and believe that everything we've heard previously is it's been accurate. And the backstory from what we've heard, right? This is, I know people just kind of don't want to know why is he going to leave, right? It's kind of a strange, strange situation. Clearly the answer is he doesn't want to be here because we've given him every reason to stay. Keats has been, Basically recruiting him all year, talking about how good of a teammate he's been, you know, traveling with the team and how he's been at practices, even though it doesn't have to be because he's hurt, and all this stuff about how good this team would be if they had Manny Bates, right? He was selling Manny hard all year. And now Manny decides to leave. That's a really bad look if you're Kevin Keats, right? It's one of those things where this is a guy that, well, we know he didn't like school, right? We know he didn't, just not his thing. And I, I get it. But Keats was selling him hard. Keats was putting all of his eggs in the man. He's going to be back next year. And this is what, this is my guy. Which is weird because Bates tried to leave last year, right? Yeah. There's all rumors about him uh, going to Georgetown and whatever else. And so, yeah. Let's level set I, this a little bit, right? Go ahead. Like, yeah. So, IPS is saying that NIL played a factor. In fact, they lead it or they put it at the bottom of their article that it played a role in the decision who will attract likely attract lucrative financial offers once he hits the portal. What in the hell is our NIL doing at this point? Like, wasn't its whole thing, hey, we're going to go out there and retain our best basketball players. Correct. So, I mean, how lucrative do you have to be? (laughs) Yes, saying NIL had um, factored into this is like, it's a huge no shit statement, right? Yeah. Obviously, whatever he goes, NIL is going to come into play. So NC State has been putting together this collective with the goal. We've talked about it previously, written about it, chatted about it. The goal of $300,000. They've exceeded that goal. And their money was going to be used to retain the current players, mainly Sebron, Turquavion, and Mandy Bates. Sebron, we'll talk about him in a minute. But Manny Bates, they were going to give, you know, a hundred thousand dollars for a season to stick around. 
this is like what's the going rate for basketball players right now? I don't know. Manny's going to be one of the most sought after transfer portal entrants, I would imagine, even though, you know, he's got some injury issues. Keats really sold him that, you know, he's the reason we're not top 25. He's your guy that's going to make you a top 25 team. A lot of schools are going to come after him. Now, are they going to offer him more than $100,000? I don't know. What we do know is that his mom wants him to get more exposure. And I think that is more of an indictment on Kevin Keats than anything. Because he is going to, or he would have been, the focal point of this team. He would have been basically the only guy returning. But, and and it just would have been... He would have been everything. He would have gotten all the attention. I'm not sure how much more exposure you can get. Right? I mean, he just, what are they hoping for? So in reality, to me, that's, he wants some more development. I don't know where he's going to get more exposure because you're going to be playing in the ACC. You're going to be the focal point. You're going to lead the league in blocks. You're going to get a lot of attention. I don't know. It's it's weird to me, right? It just it all screams. Here's the thing, right? I'll say it like this because you hit it earlier. He was rumored to be leaving last year. Yeah, and the first question should be, well, what was the attraction to Bolt last year? Was it Georgetown or others? saying, hey, we're going to prioritize you as a big man. Okay, well, if that's what they're telling him, that wouldn't change this year. Maybe it's, hey, you should go play for someone who's actually put bigs in the league. Okay, well, that would maybe change after this year if you stuck around, right? Um, Like, at some point, you have to kind of start deducing. It's like, okay, is the environment in the building good for the players like yeah it's at, still, at what like, point right do you look at the coaches and say okay there's a lot of people leaving now yeah and nil is kind of bullshit like of course yeah you're gonna get a hundred look the longer manny bates stuck around in theory right <laughs> the more his nil money would go up because yeah T could leave. Sebron, very likely to leave, right? So if you've got $300,000 and it's really, you know, 100, 100, 100, well, now it's probably 150 and then 25, 50, 75 to go find the other guys to build around this person. Yeah. Um, Like, look, if I was a player right now and I was on a team that finished dead, dead last, just fired two coaches. Um, doesn't seem to be trending up at all. Has people exiting left and right that I came in with or that I've been friends with for the last three years. Um, why would I stick around? I mean, he walked at senior day. And everybody tried to tell us it was because I was friends with Jericho Helms. Which like, is nonsense. On, yeah. it's Jericho Helms, again. someone Keats didn't even try to retain. Yeah. 
he has another. Yeah, he has another year. It's, it's again, people have to pay attention to what what they are doing, right? What these kids are doing. He walked at senior day at the very last moment. Come on now, it's, it's not really because you want to hang out with Jericho Helms. It's Twitter fans. No, but that's reputable people no, no, in this industry. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's Twitter fan fault, right? Oh, that's going to yeah, be the next oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, I guarantee the first, the fresh hot takes in the next 30 minutes are going to be that. Oh, it's an unhealthy Twitter environment. Right. Uh, I hope no yeah, one tweets I- at his mom. I hope you guys learn from the Gibson stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was the Twitter fans that made him want to go to Georgetown last year. It had nothing to do with, you know, not being developed. I, I don't know. You know, I, I wonder how much of it is he, he saw Omer, Omer, year seven, go to Georgetown, get developed, go make into the NBA. Like, I wonder how much that plays in the back of his head or how much that sales pitch is being sent from whoever he is talking to. Like, I don't know if he's going to end up at Georgetown because Georgetown's a dumpster fire too. But he's going to, that pitch is going to be used on him. It's not Twitter fans' fault. You know, his mom wants him to get more exposure. He doesn't want to be part of a rebuild again in his last year, will be part of my guess. I mean, he's aware of what everybody else is doing, probably, because Bron's gone. Like, if I had to bet my car on it, I mean, pretty sure Sebron's gone. ESPN now has Terquavion as a second rounder. Mm. He's been rumors of him working out, mixed rumors of him being on campus or not. Some people said, yes, he's been on campus. I don't know if that means anything or not. If he, But if he is now projected as a second rounder, somebody is putting that out there. He's gone. Hayes is in the portal. Helms and Allen are moving on. You're losing six players, four of your five starters from the beginning last year. Right? You bring back Breon Pass, who barely played. E.B. Duana, who's a project. Ernest Ross, who barely played until he got hurt. Casey Morsell, who, God love him, needs to needs a role to play. And Greg Gant, who Average two and two at Providence and hadn't set foot on court. the court here. At what time? Like, uh, like, let's just get to it. At what point do you fire Kevin Keats? Like, does it matter that your player does it? You know, is there enough transfers or no people leaving the program where you say, like, I don't care. There can't, there's like no PR hit at this point. Like, he's lost the confidence of the players. Like uh, if PR, if yeah. PR is the real big factor, which seems to be, I can't think of anything else at this point. Like the guy you just talked about all season being the linchpin to your success is now foot in the portal. Hey, maybe we can convince him to stay. Did it before, but like, I, I don't booth, see it happening. Just, yeah. Um, I, I just don't see it happening at this point. I don't know what else it would take for. I mean, there's been, we've already talked about it previously. There's been enough things that have, that are red flags about the program, the direction of the program, where it's going to be next year. And you're basically just going to be in this spot again next year. So I just don't see it. I don't see, I don't see it happening. I don't know what Boo's thinking. We still don't know. And if you do fire him now, 
you've already missed out on a lot of the low-hanging fruit. Right? You already missed out on Sean Miller, Archie Miller, and I, I get they have baggage or whatever. Could I'd you still take them over these guys? Over I mean, Manny, Manny Diaz left, left Temple like within like 10 hours, right? That's true. You know, that ink was even dry. But now you, now they have buyouts, right? Now there is things that have come into play that you didn't have a few weeks ago. If you fire them now, it just shows you're more incompetent than we already think you are. That's my I, – I, it should have been done a while ago. There's no point in doing it now than when they should have done it four weeks ago. Yeah. I think they really missed that boat. I think if you do it now, you're just showing, hey, I have no idea what I'm doing. This is a directionless ship. Yeah, I mean, it's like the thing that frustrates me is like you knew these players were likely to leave. Like the signs were on every wall that didn't yeah. have Kevin Keats information on it. And, <laughs> you know, so if if a player leaving was going to be the trigger, you should have done it previously. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like everybody, like everybody knew, like we all knew this was happening. Who? <sighs> My man filled who's, filmed a going away video. <laughs> like we all knew this was buying, happening. Who's buying tickets? Nobody. Like at this point, right? Like <laughs> unless you are like forced into it. I just I just feel like this is gonna be a year where state fans are just gonna be like, I got you you gotta like show me super early, you know, how this is gonna be. Um have they like put the schedule together for next year? Oh, if they it's haven't, gonna be cupcake it soft. Be, oh, it it sh- and it should be. Like I don't care. I'd yeah. rather spend how many how many OOC games do we typically do now? Is it like 10, 15? I can't remember. Somewhere in that range. I think right? it varies. Every yeah. one of them should be like uh, who cares? You are not gonna make the tournament next year. Like I just I feel pretty confident unless they have the most insane transfer hall. And, you know, your hope should just be, I want to get everyone clicking. And so that when they go into the ACC, they're in rhythm. I don't care about, you know, getting uh, experience for, uh, what do they always want to say? Like, oh, we face some adversity and that'll help us. No, just just winning. Winning helps. Um, just take the Gonzaga approach and just beat down everyone below you and just get really good at beating down teams. And so when you finally come across teams in the ACC that are below you, you just murder them. That that should be the the plan this year. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, right? They're going to have to obviously build a roster out of the portal. And we still have coaching spots to fit, to fill. I don't know if if y'all saw that Roy Roberson is still on staff, although he's been fired. He's working through April. Um, you want to talk about just letting your your friend collect another paycheck? I mean, that's crazy town. What is he going to be doing? That is, um, I was curious. I I didn't go and look. When do you know when we hired him? Like, is there? He's not going to qualify for any kind of like North Carolina state pension, no. right? I have no idea. Yeah. Like, do you get like a, like does one year of service like apply? Cause I could, if it could be that, like I, that doesn't really bother me. It's a, that's kind of annoying. This guy should have never been hired in the first place. Like whatever. Yeah. 
Um, I did love whoever said like, what's he doing? Um, or are they waiting for him to do everyone's taxes? Um, which I thought was a hilarious post. Um, but the glass, someone said the glass door post is down. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Which, I thought, which is really <laughs> funny. Um, I, I know they have to post that stuff, right? There, there's just like state law that says you got to post the stuff. Yeah, they're all they're probably on the thought, web, NC State website. Yeah, yeah. The estimate though <laughs> for yeah, the salary range. Just like, I was like, holy shit, is that really what we're paying these dudes? <laughs> <laughs> like, now I understand why you hire that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I'm just, I'm just ready for this era to be over. Uh, I am firmly in the, of the belief that once you have NIL money in play, that you don't have to go get the typical D1 head coach known for recruiting. Like I, I, I seriously believe there's a plethora of really great coaches who stay at the level they're at because they can't play. Like they just don't play as dirty as everyone else does up here. And I would be super happy if we got a X and O's kind of mastermind type coach. Yeah. And I just, I'll ride with it. Like, I don't care. I just want to see good basketball. And like this experiment has hit the part where like we are most worried about. If Kevin Keats had like immediate success at NC State, I don't think we're in this death spiral that we're in where he really doesn't have that many coaches that he can work with. And then the ones that are kind of getting brought up in this coaching search have like a lot of question marks around them. Um, like Frank Haith, like dude, dude has never been long-term for anywhere he's been and has all kinds of scandals around him, which is fine. Whatever. That's the rules. Now it's out in the open. Um, but it's just, you know, you just look at the names on this list and it's kind of like, ugh. Man, really? Like, so he's gonna have to get a coach with ties to somebody in the portal. Yeah, we've done a breakdown. Well, somebody else did a breakdown, sent it to us of Keats's recruiting and how they're all all the connections and where the people came from, and it around centers around a few people. And we're gonna put that on the website at some point, probably this week. But he's clearly gonna have to get a coach who's got guys that are going in a portal. Now that's probably every team because everybody's going to have this happen, but I don't know. I mean, he's got to get six guys now, six, six players, at least two coaches. It's a mess, man. It is really, I just don't understand how you, how people are going to spin it. I mean, I know they're going to say, well, you lose everybody from a dead last team. You know, your only way you can go is up, right? That's it's going to be good. There's minutes to sell. You can get players. I mean, I guess, but is that, does that make you feel any better? Are you really going to, you know, are you really going to avoid being BC basketball taking that strategy? I don't know, man. I just think it's, there's just so many red flags and it keeps, there keeps being these red flags. They keep coming and we're going to have this conversation again when Sebron says he's leaving. Right? Unless they give him all the NIL money and he changes his mind, but 
But like, if you're, if you're Sebron, a chance he leaves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if you're Sebron, unless you land an elite point guard that then gives you the ability to tell Darian, "Hey, I'm going to give you this money from the collective, but I'm also going to let you do everything. You do great, and that's all you're going to do. You're just going to put up massive numbers. That's the only way you could keep him. And I just cannot fathom us coming close to professional basketball money." Yeah. As a way to sway him, right? And like, let's be real, like these dudes don't want to be in school. They don't want to put up with this BS. And if they can go somewhere and just ball out full time, especially a guy like him who's like four, he's like four years removed from high school, right? Like, it's the same thing with yeah. Trevor Lacey. That window closes really fast in the NBA. So if he gets a sniff and someone says, I can teach you how to shoot. He's gone. He should be like, it's the best decision for him. He should not stay here or transfer. Like he should go pro if he can, you know, and going back to recruiting this past weekend, I talked to a local uh, high school basketball coach who credits himself for finding TJ Warren. And it's, there's a story behind that, but we start talking about, and he's a state fan. And we started talking about recruiting and, you know, asked me interactions with Keats and he didn't the, but his point was that Garner road, the, the big AU program in the area has put nine players in the NBA nine yeah. and NC state did not recruit seven of them. Seriously. Jesus. And like you want to, and, and these guys are like, you're not going to get, you're not going to get the five stars the McDonald's all Americans on a consistent basis that Duke and Carolina are going to get right. That's fine. And the same we talked about with football, build your program a different way. Go get these local kids who have talent. Like I keep coming back and this was not on Keats. This was Godfrey, but Gary Clark, right? We've had this conversation before Gary Clark, local kid, Clayton or Garner or somewhere on, on the East side state fan wanted to come to state. Godfrey took, Maverick Rowan, maybe I forgot who he took instead. And Gary Clark went to Cincinnati was there for four years. Now he's very successful in the NBA. PJ Tucker, another one, like a lot of P a lot of kids in this area that are talented and guys that we are, we should be able to get and develop and keep them here for a few years. And what, my point is that what Kevin Keats is doing is the exact opposite of what needs to be done. All right. We can't have this turnover and be competitive. You can't build your program at NC state having this kind of turnover year after year. You've got to keep some of these guys in there and develop them. And I think that's a the huge indictment on this program. And I think that's where it's at. I don't really have anything else. We'll be, we'll, we'll be back with a regular podcast later in the week. And I won't gloss over women's basketball so much, but that was just not the point of this this podcast. I, I we're just gonna keep having this conversation, and I and I hate that. I hate that's where we are with this with our basketball program, but that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? No. This sucks. Yeah. It does suck. It's annoying. It's frustrating. But it is what it is, I guess. Uh, all right. I hope everybody has a good week. We'll be back later in the week. As always, thanks for supporting the site. 
and let me know if you guys want more written content. I really didn't want to write this up. So this is why we jumped on and and did the pod. Uh, But if there's a written format that it's better for you, you know, please let me know. We can take all kinds of feedback. As always, go ahead. Probably do a meme of uh, Manny Bates blocking Will Smith slap of Chris Rock. If we can (laughs) get someone on that. (laughs) Yeah. Get that to the interns. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Will, thanks for jumping on short notice and talk to y'all later. Yep.